Hello, hunters, and welcome to the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. I'm Mouse Vado. And I'm Christian Humes. And today, we're doing something very different. Very different. Very, I would say, the opposite of what we usually do. And for this special, we are trying to find out of the four contenders we have today, who is the most... Unnecessary fictional character. Yes. Yeah, just for one episode, for fun. It's like we talk about all these great characters all the time. But every now and then, you just got to vent, right? You just got to vent, man. You got to vent. You know? So there's one episode, special, but yeah. we've got four absolutely terrible characters Ugh, for you to just discuss. Just the worst. Yep. Oh, my gosh. But uh, if you guys don't know, what we, you know, usually we talk about what makes these characters uh, great. It's more of a discussion and, uh, you know, we're a celebration of the characters rather than uh, who would win a fight kind of a deal and the same thing goes for this so we'll, we're still gonna have fun we're still have a good time but we're gonna be talking about why we dislike these characters and why we find them unnecessary in this franchises right and this isn't just because we're saying they're the worst doesn't mean because that's why we're saying unnecessary it's not about them being villains because actually so many villains are probably the best fictional characters um villains often make a lot of fiction but these are they're like just unnecessary is really the best word they don't really add much to the story uh there's not a lot of character to them they're just like the impetus for other characters to do things or they're just incredibly annoying and they get in the way and they bring the show down yeah so let's go ahead and dive into our first fight we have morph from x-men Ugh. versus princess to- toadstool aka peach yeah Let's do this. Which people are probably already like, Peach, what? So I'm actually going to just, let's give the, um, let me give you my quick summary as to why she's bad. There's very little character for Peach. She's often just inviting Mario places that gets him in trouble. He, she is like the MacGuffin to Mario. It's like, how many times is she going to get caught? How many times is she going to get made captive? Like, you know, she's had like a game, maybe two. She had a game where yeah. she's saved, and she's been, like, she'd been in a, a, you know, a playable character multiple times. Yeah. But for the most main, like, Mario Bros. series... But that's not her story. No. They're just slapping the playable, like, character into those other stories. Outside of her, her one game, she's just a tool to motivate Mario and other characters to do things. And it's like, she's just... it's un, uh, The reason I say it's unnecessary, because you might say, is, like, well, of course you, you need her, because without her, Mario wouldn't do... It's like, you could write a million other interesting reasons for Mario to go to war with Bowser. Yeah. Does it have to be this like creepy sort of almost like sexual predation thing that's always going on where he's like trying to marry her or something? Can we please find a better reason? Which is kind of why like if you play like the Paper Mario games or like the RPG games, it's usually different. It's usually like Peach is actually like either a playable character or whatever. But in the main line of Mario games, she's always just getting captured. Right. It's like she likes it. I think she's kind of into it. Yeah. I, I think there she's just she's such a bad character because they... It feels like now when they put her in things and they try to add character to her, it's like it just feels so secondary to her. She's when it comes down to it, Peach is really just there for Mario to be a hero most of the time. Yeah. Um, but tell tell me about Morph. All right, guys. So on the other hand, we have Morph, and I'm specifically specifically talking about Morph from the animated series in the '90s. Uh, Morph made his debut in the premiere, the series premiere of X-Men: The Animated Series, and he was he is a shapeshifter, so uh, his name is Morph, yeah. and he like is, Mystique, right? Basically, the exact same power. Basically, yeah. And he he dies in the first in the in the pilot, and it's supposed to like kind of set the X-Men on like you know like make him feel like it's supposed to be a very heavy moment. But Morph is just this 
awful, annoying character that always <laughs> makes jokes and goes, <laughs> makes like, he's like that guy who you hang out with that always laughs at his own jokes, even though it's like, why are you, like, it's not funny. I'm like, why are you, why are you <laughs> laughing at your own stuff, dude? Like, you know, get over yourself. But he's, he's that guy. And apparently, uh, you know, apparently like he was, he's the only person to make Wolverine laugh. And I think that's a bunch of crap. They're really just shooing this guy in to be this, like the heart of the X-Men and the pilot to get them to come together. And like his death when they face a Sentinel is supposed to make them like unite. Uh, but it gets like, you know, a Cyclops and Wolverine, like they kind of yeah. butt heads because of it. Um, but it's just, he's just this really unnecessary, annoying character. Yeah. That he's just always laughing at his own jokes. He's always like shape shifting into someone else to make a bad joke and then laughing about it. Like he, he's just a tool. Like Peach, right? He's like his just whole, a tool. His dude. whole thing was that he's going to die to motivate everyone else to feel like they're in a war. It's like very much like Peach's whole thing, generally speaking, is to motivate Mario to go to war yeah. and, you know, basically commit genocide against all of the Koopalings and the Koombas. Yeah. And, you know, later on, like, you find out that he didn't die and that the, I think the, the, the bad guys, like, I think who, who was it? The, uh, I forgot the Brotherhood of, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, the Brotherhood. I think they they pick. I think it's them who take him. But anyways, they like, uh, you know, they try to send him. He's like has a vengeance for the X Men because they left him behind. Wait, so he really comes back? Yeah, it's so dumb. He is so annoying. As if people were gonna remember him. Yeah, and care. I don't care about Morph. I did not. I can't believe it. So you told me about this character, and I watched him on YouTube, and he's so bad. Yeah. He's super annoying. Yeah. I would argue, so, like, you did bring up a good point. I wasn't thinking about the Paper Mario games. Peach does have moments. I mean, obviously, she has her own game, but she does have moments where, actually, she's more involved in the story, and she's given more of a character. And even, did you ever, this is kind of, like, pulling out of nothing. Like, like not many people read this, but the Mario comic books that they released were in the Nintendo power back in the nineties peach like saves herself and even saves Mario and like, oh. is really cool. And like has, she comes with like an arsenal of like the bombs and stuff. So like there's that. precedent for her to be a more interesting character, even yeah. though they utilize her so improperly often, which is like, you know, it's like the good and bad thing about Nintendo. Cause at the end of the day, Nintendo cares more about the fun gameplay mentality rather than the story. Um, but why not both? So you could easily say then that she is, I would argue that she's an incredibly unnecessary character from Inception because she was just like she wasn't really a character. Yeah. Uh, not that Mario really anyone was, but at least he was like a hero that goes on this journey. Like she really was just a captive person. You know, she was just yeah a tool for for Mario. Um, whereas now they've taken that and been like, okay, well she's part of the lore. Like we need to expand on her and give her. Yeah, and like in the RPGs, she's pretty cool. Um, yep. Yeah, also, I guess I. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, it's so hard to, I was really just thinking about mainline Mario, but like, she likes to play golf. She likes to race cars. She likes to play tennis. She likes board games. She has a whole game where she you, finally uses her, because apparently Peach, always, another reason why Peach gets captured is because apparently she's supposed to be this really powerful being, you know what I mean? She's supposed to have all the right. magical powers. Um, and we finally see that in Super Princess Peach for the right. the Game Boy Advance. Um, and she actually saves Mario this time, you know, but it's like, like we, I want more of that. Like give me more of yeah. like, I, I like Peach, like the, the using her as a plot device to get the game going. It's like, I don't need that. You know, like she's actually a really cool character outside of yeah. that, but we don't see that much. Nintendo needs their own like women characters moment. Like I want a game where I get to play Zelda. I want a game where like we really get to play as Peach and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. Yeah. Uh, and you know, even like the old days, like Super Mario Bros. 2, that's technically not even a Mario game. I mean, it is, but like it is, but it it's isn't. like it's like yeah. you know, it's a they 
put Mario Doki over Doki Panic. Doki, Doki Panic. Yeah. yeah, I love that game though. It's a great. I Mario love 2's, Super Mario too. Yeah, it's and it great. is. Yeah, you know, I was just realizing is we're gonna get a 3D render of Wart soon for the first time because he's, he's in, in. Oh yeah, a Link to the Past. Or uh, and they're remaking. Uh, no. Oh, Link's Awakening. Uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, and they're remaking Link's Awakening. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, isn't that gonna be cool? I you gotta tweet that out right right now. I think I think people. I'm certain someone's tweeted about that already. Yeah, uh, I'm very excited about that. Um, okay, so then I think Morph is just a, a way or this least, is so like, weird because actually we're gonna move the worst character. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like, okay, so Peach is Peach is definitely a. Oh wait, actually that means Peach state is out because Peach, Peach is a better Peach character. Is out. Because Peach, Peach actually is a character, not totally unnecessary. So we're yeah, saying. maybe she'll she'll go into the bucket. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe she's not totally unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. But like Morv is actually unnecessary. I freaking it seems hate like, Morv. Seems like, like he is. Like he's he's not well written, and uh, I think Morv needs to go on. I don't. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say to you: is I think there's one challenger on here. I do too. That actually could put Morph up. Uh, well, I don't know if you. I, th- I don't know if we're talking about the same person. Um, so let's go to the second match, <laughs> and it's Boom Mike Brian from The Office. Oh, I forgot we have him in here. Versus Minetta from My Hero Academia. Tell me about Minetta because again, mm. he he does do things. He he's interesting because. Unlike so, morph is like really like just totally like unnecessary. You could cut him out, the story would be totally fine. Like you actually can't do that with Peach, even though I do think there was a lot of like problems with her character design for a long time. You could do the same thing with Brian, but Mineta, if you cut him out, like you'd have to like really change the story. Of my hero academia, yeah. I- don't I disagree. I mean, you could just put anyone else in his place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he's replaceable. Just, I guess what I'm saying is, with Morph and and Brian, you could literally cut them out of the story, That's and it would true. not matter. But like, even Mineta, <laughs> Mineta is like, oh, the only reason Mineta is there is so that like, I I honestly I don't know Horikoshi, but I feel like it's so he can do fan servicey stuff, but he can get away with it yeah, under not, the umbrella I, of this terrible perverted character. I I have a question for you, as someone that's slightly deeper in the anime scene than me. Yeah, fan service. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a term we shouldn't use, and the reason I say that, and I could just be totally wrong, is I feel like that's a term that was made by the people who like fan service who don't want to say pervy cartoons because it's sexualized cartoons. What you're actually saying, yeah, fan service means sexualized cartoons, and I feel like the people that came up with that term were the ones that want to keep sexualized cartoons in their anime. Yeah. So it's like I get that, but there's like a I, we don't want to kink shame anyone. No, or I'm not trying like to that. kink shame, but I I think that it because it, it's it's both for guys and girls. Uh, I will say there's something that Japan does pretty well is I honestly think it's pretty balanced between guys and girls. Um, it is. I think cause, it's cause just anime, problematic because like kids watch this show, and there's so many people that would want to watch this show that it's just like it's so gross. I don't think I don't think like my hero academia is that bad compared to no i tell that anime, people all the time anime isn't just a it's not it's not one thing anime yeah. is literally uh it's like if i'm gonna go watch i'm gonna go watch tv or a movie i'm gonna go watch anime and in there there are subcategories of anime like yeah there's horror there's adult there's, there's no yeah uh, i mean you know, we're talking about my hero academia it's anime x-men right right, right? like yeah. we already had an x-men character on here but the thing that like mineta he he takes it to like a level that i hate yeah, because Mineta's whole purpose, and this is why he's 
awful. There's literally no redeeming qualities in him so because much. the only reason he wants to be a hero is so that he can get chicks. And he he just wants to like see girls and their and their and their busts and stuff like that. He just wants to see them. And he's like creepy. Like they purposely make him look creepy. He has a gross kind of like creepy yeah. power. Yeah, his great brush power is like, you know, he's 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 in a diaper, like he like gets nosebleeds, which is creepy. Yeah, but I don't know. But there's something about like, cause you see this in other characters. Like I see this in Sanji, but for some reason I'm more okay with it with Sanji. And I and I honestly because I because and here's why it's because Sanji. That's not his. That's not his only sole purpose is to be right. uh, uh, perverted. His whole purpose is to be. Uh, he wants to be the greatest chef. He wants to be go to the all blue so he can get fish of all types. You know, like that. He has a purpose outside of this. Uh, while Mineta, the yeah. only reason he wants to do anything is so he can get woman. But the other problem with it is that like these kids are like sixteen, yeah, fifteen. It's like he's just. I really think that Mineta makes My Hero Academia a worse show. Yeah, he doesn't add anything to it. I think it's the biggest problem it. on the entire show. He he actively makes the show worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I I hate Mineta yeah. so much. It's, it's funny. A long, oh, like a few months ago, I read the manga. Yeah. And there's a moment where like he gets serious. He's like, like we have to do. And then the next panel is like, like, because there's girls here or yeah, something. Like, I'm like, no. Of course. Uh, you yeah. know. Uh, anyways, I hate Mineta. But I also hate I also really dislike this Brian character. Yeah, I mean, he comes in, he swoops in. So this is Brian, the uh, the the Mike Boom guy. This is the final se- season of The Office, and if you're unfamiliar with it, um, The Office always had that fake documentary style where they will talk to the camera, but they never like really pretended like it was actually filming. After a while, it just sort of became the style. And then in the final season, they decide, hey, let's lean into this docu. In fact, the series finale is them like being interviewed after the documentary came out which is like again it was so annoying like they decided at the end of the show to really lean into this stuff like when michael leaves the show he you see him take his like boom pack like his mic pack off yeah it's that also wasn't a, i thought that was kind of touching yeah i did too but, but later when they get into this like but it's just like they break their own rules all the time like yeah. there's so clearly so many times in the show where they could not be on camera mm-hmm. but they shoot it like they're on camera and then of course you know, it's like it's like what what rules are, like here, they only use it when they want to pretend like it, it's impactful, but every other and so he's actually from like he's one of the camera guys, he's the boom mic guy, and what happens is, um, Pam who is having a really hard time in her long distance relationship with uh, Jim who's doing Jim. a startup for his sports startup, startup. yes, yeah. and they're having like a lot of tension in their relationship. It's long distance, things aren't working great at the moment. And he's attracted to Pam, and in a moment of vulnerability, he, like, makes a move, and it, like, gets really tense and, like, basically, like, almost cheat on Jim. Um, And it's just, like, the worst thing. The whole thing is so bad. It's so weird, and it's so forced because I feel like here's here's the mentality is that, oh, man, like, you know, I feel like everyone loved the Jim and Pam stuff. Like, we gotta get it back. We gotta do more. We gotta find something for them, you know, and... So they, this is like such a forced character plot device that's so unnecessary. And what a what a jerk. Wow. And it's like she talks about him and talks to him as if like they've been buds. And like, it's like, are you kidding me? Have you binged it's, the seasons? Because yeah. it's like, it's even, it's not even there for that long. It's no. literally there for like a couple episodes and then yeah. they're done. And then it's it. But they treat it as if they've been like doing this for a while. That's, that's why it's so aggravating. Yeah. Like they break their own rules with this stuff for eight years and then they suddenly decide let's lean into it at the end of the series pretend like this guy is here the whole time 
just to like force this storyline that is not good and doesn't make sense for these characters. Yeah. Ugh. So we have to decide who's worse. <laughs> I hate Mineta I hate so Mineta. much, but yeah. I think Brian's a worse character than Mineta. I think Mineta is just this like trope from Shonen that yeah. has made its way into my hero. Um, and it's definitely the worst part of my hero, but I don't think there's anything unique about Mineta. Like he, I don't I think what you're saying. I don't think he's uniquely bad. I think yeah. he's just like you look at him, and I think you hate him because my hero would arguably be one of the best shows I've ever watched without him. Like it, it is the only thing that I think I could actively complain about with that show is his character. But it's the same complaint I have with so many animes. Yeah. Is his character. Yeah. Like, he's not actually a unique character. It's just, he's the Master Roshi of My Hero Academia. He's just this, like, pervy, creepy guy that, like, you need to roll your eyes at and, like, But the difference ignore. is that that's literally his only thing. Because even though there are other characters who are like this in Shonen, they, this isn't, they're, they're not bound to literally this one But they idea. give him, like, good moments and stuff still. Like, Do during they? a lot of fights. Yeah, he's had a lot of interesting moments during fights. And, like, he does have a weird power because... He has to actually hurt himself to use his power, which yeah. is, like, crazy. Yeah. And he does do it to, like, he's saved his friends before. Like, he's done things that... But he's done it, like, because he's had no other choice. He's done it because he literally dies or he, like, goes right. out swinging, you know? I, I don't know. But Master Roshi's kind of become the same thing at this point. Well, but, but Master Roshi is different, though, because he's at least, like... A martial artist who actually trains and like you know tr like trains go like he's he, he has more to him than literally this yeah and sure he gets off you know that's true he is better yeah he is better than Mineta Mineta's really bad I hate him so much but uh, but Brian's I, such a bad character yeah yeah like I hate Mineta but there's more character to him that's so true. He's we not don't even know Brian. Right. That's my point. It's like this is this is like again unnecessary. I think is like the perfect word for this because it's hard to say who the worst character is. So true. Because then you get into like, oh well, is it because they're the most annoying, or is it because you just hate having them around? But like, they still impact the story. He's on the show so much that of course you could just have a different character do the things he does, but. He's there for a specific reason, and I think it's just that we don't like the reason he's there. It doesn't necessarily mean that for the show it's not important. Yeah. Like, we don't like it, but that's just us. And with Brian, there's literally no reason for that guy there's to be there. no it's reason so for him. It's so forced. I agree. I think, I think you're right, dude. I think Brian is a more unnecessary character. Yeah. We agree? I do. All right. I hate Mineta, though. He's the one I hate the most on this list. <laughs> He's one of the few characters in the world I could say I actively, like, I, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so now we come down to Morph versus Brian from the, the boom mic guy from The Office. Which is great because they're both on basically the same amount of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, I guess if we're going to talk pluses, I, I, I suppose Morph's purpose was to be the heart that unites the X-Men in the pilot. Uh, oh, Brian was the temptation that tested Pam, Pam and, and Jim's, Jim's love. Yeah. Right? He was the temptation of like, well, what else? What could you have instead? Like, you could stay here. You don't have to leave. You don't have to go towards Jim. Like, you could just have this new excitement. So, like, he does almost, like, he brings them back together in a way. Because they had been fighting. And I think it was that 
Oh. You know, but it was in a very different way. Whereas, like, they were supposed to kind of like him and his loss. Him going away is what brings the X-Men together. Whereas, with Brian, this other, like, outside force showing up sort of, like, made it obvious that they needed to make a change that their relationship could survive. Dang. Come on, man. That was really good, what you just said. I mean, I'm really tacking on here to, like, what, like, that's what the that's point of these characters the po- that's are. That's definitely the point of that character. Like, but they still suck. Yeah. And, like, they but didn't need to happen. let me tell you this happen. right now. I would rather hang out with Brian than Morph. <laughs> Can you imagine hanging out with Morph? He just, like, makes a, transforms into you and does a bad impression of you. Like, like uh, uh, I don't know, pretend I'm Morph and I Would go, you? Because Brian, Brian has apparently been buddies with Jim and Pam for, like, eight years. And he thinks it's okay <laughs> to swoop in on his girl? You want to hang out with that guy? You want to uh, hang out with Mr. Steal Your Girl? Oh, I, I mean, if if look, if it was like me and my girl, like we we wouldn't be phased by that. Sure, I hear that you Morph. don't have anything to worry about, but the point is, like, you can't trust this guy, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. He's kind of like like what a jerk that like this guy pretends to be friends with these people for like a decade, and then he's like, oh, moment of vulnerability. I'm gonna come in here and take advantage of this situation. Uh, but th- but then like. But I just hate Morph so much. I think he's so annoying. You know, <laughs> like okay. Why? Well, let's. Who would win in a fight? Morph. Obviously, Morph would win. He's an X Men. Like Brian could try and hit him with the boom mic, but like that's all that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you would honestly rather get a, like a beer with Morph. Morph so bad. But like, he's so not Brian, funny. He's so not funny. Oh my! And they're already look like I already hang out with a bunch of like improvisers who do bits nonstop and they're not funny yeah but like this is on another level yeah. this is on another I hear you. level. I'm, I'm right here you don't need to make fun of me no, I'm okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's pretty good christian morph is- i'll tell you this morph is definitely more annoying who's more unnecessary brian we think Brian's possibly because they were already quite, they already feeling they needed to have a change, right? Like them being apart, that was that alone is like yeah, and their like their 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 sadness is alone to realize that they needed like something. I just I feel like I feel like he is like a lot of people love X Men, and there's a lot of dumb things in the X Men cartoon, even though that show is amazing. But no 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 no. But man. I can't think of a character other than Brian where, like, I feel like people have, like, a viscerally bad reaction to that character. Like, yeah. I remember that episode happening and people being like, what the, like, was that? Yeah. He's very bad. He's so He's awful. Very bad. Yeah. It's so unnecessary. Like, you don't need him for the story. But Morph is also, like, actively annoying and he's, like, like, do you think... Do you think part of the reason they wrote him as annoying was that like you wouldn't care as much when he died? I, I don't like. I honestly think they were they thought that this is what kids would fi- attach yeah, do to. Do you think they would think because he was funny? apparently Wolverine he makes Wolverine laugh? Yeah, and apparently he's supposed to be like the Michelangelo. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't land at all. He man. doesn't. Man, I could flip a coin right now on these two. Yeah, me too, dude. I could flip a coin. Um. <sighs> What? I think Brian's like because I think at the end of the day, at least Morph's death is supposed to bring them yeah. together. While Brian is really bad and like has no point. Yeah, I'll say this: Morph was there at the beginning of the show with like a specific reason. Like, in fact, yes, Morph 
in a weird way is similar to Jack from Lost. Jack originally, when they wrote the pilot of Lost, was supposed to die because like he was going to be this almost like really important guy that it seemed like, and then at the end he was going to be the one that dies at the beginning of the in the first episode, no not way. the pilot, because it was going to be like, hey, any of us can die. Like we need to like band together, like all these different people. It was going to be the like the impetus to get them all together, and then of course after they did that they were like oh there's no way we can kill this character yeah like after they wrote him um whereas like morph was built for that reason like they had a reason for the character to exist it was like brian is like they're just reaching for straws at the mm-hmm. end of a series and they go hey we've like pretended to be a documentary for eight years how about we uh actually use someone from their crew yes or something. yeah screw that guy he is worse he's so he is bad, so bad. Morph is really annoying, though. I'll tell you that. If this was the most annoying character, I would pick Morph. And if there was one you know, who I hate the most, it, it would, would be, be Mineta. Mineta. And <laughs> today, it's the most unnecessary fictional character. And it's going to go to Brian, the boom mic guy. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Get out of here. You know, the, the boom mic. Dude, the boom. Oh, gosh. Dude, I don't know if anyone actually knows what a boom mic person does. They literally stand there with a boom mic. Yeah, they just hold a mic. That's it. And make sure it's out of frame. Man, that was awful. That was real bad. That was I'm I'm heated. I'm heated too. Let's before we get too hot, let's cool down and uh we've got one week left. Yes. We are going to when season two starts, we're gonna have a Patreon up. We're just gonna have two tiers. It's gonna be like one dollar, maybe five. We'll officially announce that on the next episode. Um next week we are going to rank the characters from season one. We're gonna give you a full ranking of first through sixty four, since you know some characters made it to the final four, et cetera. We didn't actually put them in any order. Um, we're going to pick the final characters and we're going to just talk about like how we're going to come at the second season, any things we learned from the first. And after that, season two begins with special guest Stephen Ray Morris. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I'm excited, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this this uh, one-off episode. If you do, let us know. You can leave a review on our iTunes or you can tweet us at UFC Pod uh, on the Twitters. Um, and yeah, I, we really appreciate you guys for going on this journey with us. We're excited for season two and just thank you so, so much because this wouldn't be possible without you guys. So thank you from bottom of our hearts. Thank you guys. You are our ultimate fictional character. Aww. Yeah. Anyways, we'll see you all next week, Hunters. Stay on the hunt. Stay on the hunt.